Hello and welcome to the reaction for the defeat at Ibrox against the Tribute Act. I don't want to get too specific. I'm your host, Graham McKay, and I'm joined by two of the finest on the Sonic. First of all, Chris Amani, how are you? Uh, afternoon, Graham. Uh, I've been better. Bit of a poor performance today, um, but I'm sure we'll get into it shortly. And on the other side, we have Christopher Bowd. How are you, Chris? Hi. Uh... Shite, mate, shite. That was a stinker. I'm back to work tomorrow after about a week off. It's all coming together in the perfect storm of nastiness. It's just diarrhea everywhere, frankly. Two cows in a field. How can you tell which one's on holiday? Oh, I know this one. I'll, I'll let you go for it, Boud. How do you know which one's on holiday, Graham? The one with the wee calf. <laughs> oh. It's, it's the line up, because it's going to get pretty dark after that. <laughs> It was a it was a weird game. Um, I think, you know, overall it was sat between a game that didn't matter, but also a game that mattered to everyone, um, and it gave us an opportunity to see a bit of the squad that we we haven't seen much from. And weirdly, I know you guys aren't interested in the stats, but weirdly we we had the better XG at halftime, and the XG was pretty similar to the two each game. Uh, at Ibrox earlier on, so it was it was weird overall. Chris uh, Samani, what did you, what, what did you make of what's your overall impressions? Um, well, the lineup suggested that the manager wanted to give some of the fringe players a run out, so that's his choice. There's probably a wider debate amongst the support whether you should do that against um, against Rangers. Some of the changes were obviously enforced because of injuries to to, to players. But when I looked at the back four before the game, I thought there's there's a potential problem there because of the drop off in quality that um, we definitely had at fullback, and you know Kobayashi obviously he said he's come in and he's looked quite nice at times, like Kamalik away, but he's still relatively untested, and this was this was kind of a, a step up in test for him. So I was concerned about the back four um, before the game. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm not one of the folk that would that would have made a big deal about him making the changes because ultimately, and we need to remember this, and we'll probably keep saying it, the game didn't really matter, and and you know, obviously in terms of the, the overall scheme of things, but it didn't work. It kind of backfired, and it it was really really poor. The only thing I can take from today was, you know, we've identified some major gaps in the squad, um, and we could maybe take that forward. But other than that, pretty grim. What about you, overall impressions? Aye, similar, similar. Um, I mean, we can say ultimately it doesn't matter, but it, it still, it does. <laughs> it does. Um, and it's, you know, we see the lineup. we all obviously were just oofed, what is going on here? Um, and I can understand there's an element of, you know what, actually giving some of your squad players a game, uh, but I think it is it's a wee bit worrying as well when we look at it because as much as the defence, three out of the four aren't your first choice, although two are enforced, uh, but further forward in the team, you know, we've brought in a bad and we've brought in O. That, you know, that's not wildly off our squad. So to have such a poor performance for those changes is maybe shows us that there's a lot more strengthening to do in the summer than than some people might have thought. So let's get to the, the, the starting lineup. then. We started with uh, Hart and Goal, Ralston, Bernabe, uh, Kobayashi and Starfelt in defence. Uh, Hatate, Matt O'Reilly and McGregor in midfield, Jota, Abada and O up front. So Samani, based on what Ange said about the, using this as a kind of barometer for the Champions League next season, see what players are ready. If we, if we regard Kobayashi and Ralston as basically being enforced, Mm-hmm. I would say that Bernabe, uh, Abada, and O were the kind of the ones on trial. Yeah. Do you do you what do you think about those three in particular when it comes to next season? Is there is there any red flags uh, for you? Any green green flags? Uh, what, what did you make overall for those from those three? Um, Bernabe, I suppose the one thing that strikes me, and I've said it before on you know on other pods on the weekly uh, and and just generally chatting about it. Our fullbacks are so integral to how we want to play, and the drop off 
in terms of the two starters to the two backups is so seismic, to be perfectly honest, that it that's the thing that I think that needs addressing even before goalkeeper. I mean, I, at one point I'd said, um, you know, I think goalkeeper in terms of first choice picks probably the one that we maybe need to look at the most. But see, in terms of having quality that we can bring at, bring in uh, fullback on on both sides, I think that's major. Ralston, I think we know what Ralston offers. That's fine, but that's not even backup level for me just now. And Burnaby, oh, I mean, you can quite clearly see technically he's a better player, but his concentration, his his positioning, the time he wants on the ball, the carelessness. For me, you said that you know. I think I called it an audition when I was talking about it, you know, for some of these players and, you know, and saying it's the barometer. They failed their audition for me um, completely. Abada is a guy who we know has got talent, we know has had some big moments for us, but I'm not one of his biggest fans and I get the impression that if we can cash in on him, then I would absolutely cash in on him because you're waiting for promise to develop in that right-hand side of the front three, and we don't have somebody nailed on there. We don't have somebody nailed on at all. We're, we're, we're kind of accommodating Haksabanovic there in some games, which who hasn't impressed at all. Jota, who's had you know very good games in the right-hand side and can play there, but you're still compromising him in terms of what his natural position is. Forrest's done. So is the guy that you probably wanted to step up, and he's just not been able to do that. So, yeah. I can't remember who else it was because I'm that depressed thinking about that performance. But certainly Burnaby and Abada are guys who you would be wanting to have grabbed this opportunity but it's gruff for the neck and they didn't do it at all. Big O. Big O as well. Yeah, Oh, okay. I mean, O, right, well, Abada and O linked up very nicely for the one, you know, the, the best chance that we had. Always quite unlucky from that, and you can certainly talk about the service that he had. You know, the midfield three, I thought were all terrible today, really. Well, terrible's too strong for Hatati, maybe. He wasn't anywhere near his best. But Cal McGregor and particularly Matt O'Reilly were dreadful. So getting the ball up to O was a bit difficult. You know, I don't want to make judgment on him, but he's, it's fair to say he's not... He's not set the header alight for me in terms of just today and in other performances. But, you know, you maybe give him a slight pass because, you know, he was unlucky with his opportunity. But, um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you say some depressing stuff now, Bowdy. Did you have any depressing stuff? Any <laughs> depressing uh, things to say? Oh, shit, it's done. It's done. Game's a bogey. That's the, it's the last trophy you'll see Celtic win. Um, no, I agree. I agree with... I agree with Sir Manny's um, take on on all of that, really. I think Bernabé, Bernabé, it just, I mean, going forward, again, he's he's got something, you know, he's got skills, but uh, I think, we're, well, I was going to say we. I, I was very excited. We were buying a £4 million Argentinian left-back um, mm-hmm. and wanted them to be a superstar, but he's not quite there as... Somebody said the drop off in full backs from our first to our, our setting choice is is massive. Stark, it's Ned Stark, is what it is, and it's um, concerning when it's such an important role to to Ange's teams. Um, and I, again, not as an excuse for McGregor and Hatati and O'Reilly. Well, as you say, Hatati, yeah. um, but the full backs are so important to the midfield and mm. when they're inverting stuff. I don't know if that then plays into how poor a game they had. A bad, uh, aye, I'm, I'm with Sir Manny and I'm happy. Again, he's done some very important things. He can score, he can have an impact, but I'm I'm happy if we can get money for him. But I think that's maybe something that's in a lot of our heads now, that a bad is away in the summer, and I don't necessarily think that's the case. And if it is, you know, why why would you choose him? Is the guy that you're going to give time against Rangers just now when you've got whether it's Haksabanovic or somebody else in the squad that could come in? Um, so I a wee bit concerning. Oh, not a great match, but I don't think you're writing off. Oh, as a as a Celtic player, that he's young and he's still got a lot of time to to show he can do what he can do. But I just spend tons of money. Board. <laughs> that's that's the lesson from this game. That is the lesson. Um, 
Aye, I mean we're still the champions, and uh, we're still on for a treble here. So get that, get that right around them. But it's it's concerning when our, our second stringer coming in and just not not giving the performance you want. Uh, it's a it's a funny it's a funny match, you know, motivating players when we've already won everything. Whereas for the Rangers players, it's their last chance to give their fans anything. It's their chance to prove to Beal that they are good enough to be there next season or it's their chance to prove to other teams buy us and take us away from this mess of a stinky club. Um, so, you know, motivation-wise, they've got a lot more going on. We've got no fans. So uh, you've got to take all that into account, but still shite from Celtic. There's a lot there's, there's a lot of like um, trying to avoid throwing the baby out with the bash, bath water in this uh, because, ah. as you said, about those levels of motivation, we should be motivated, but also we've already won the league. Um, so it's just, it's, so it's a hard balancing the, act. The game's got, the game had strong Hamden 3 0 uh, victory vibes, if you remember uh, in the 90s. Oh, there we go. Every time I'm on, I do this. Um, when we beat Rangers 3 0 at the end of the season, 95, when we played at Hamden, Vata, Rudy Vata, free kick, Van Hoy Dunk, and uh, Craig Moore on goal, if I remember. Um, that that was nice. Uh, we enjoyed that, but ultimately it was it, it was a nothing game. You know, we always enjoyed beating them, and I'm sure they're enjoying themselves right now. But you didn't, let's not kid ourselves on, you can't take a narrative from that game about that's what. We deserved in other games. That performance is actually um, representative of where the two teams are. That's not the case, you know. And you're right when you said you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Reactions are a snapshot in time. They're so close to the full time whistle that see the, the you know if you're recording um, a podcast, let's say the, the agenda on Monday or whatever or the weekly as it goes on, perspective is completely changed. So. It's difficult to bring that in just now, but that is what it was. But that doesn't mean that you can't be critical of players doing the basics wrong, if we're being perfectly honest. Um, and that's where we are. We really probably need to be pretty scathing on guys who we aren't talking about in addition, Graham, guys that we know that have got the quality and they've proven it otherwise. But you need to comment on how poor they were today. Um, and I suppose that's where we are. So, aye. Aye. <laughs> Usually when I'm doing a reaction, I have to be diplomatic about Abada, but um, now I can say that if anyone properly scouts him, we're not selling him this summer because apart from <laughs> his finishing, he's a dreadful footballer. Yeah. And you know how you can get like a restraining order in someone? I would like Ralston and Abada to get a restraining order on each other so they're never on the same side of the park ever again uh, because that was horrendous to watch. Oh, I, I, the thing about Oh is that I think he had seven touches the commentator said in the first half. Like when Kyogo came on, he didn't do much either. You know, it was just it wasn't the game for the strikers because the ball wasn't getting near him. And mm. the chance that it gets to what we're going to talk about in the sixth minute is lovely technique. It's just as unfortunate it hits the post. I mean, he probably should have done better, but it was a good idea. Uh, but by that time, Rangers had already scored some money. Um, mm. Couple of uh, problems, and um, I think. The, the internet basically lost their shit. Kobayashi in this game. Um, talk us, talk us through uh, their goal in the fourth minute. Um, I mean the notes I've got. I mean Kobayashi. I don't have a note on Kobayashi just now, but he wasn't good today. Um, the, the what I took from it is is obviously five minutes. This was this was the the Gerard Bill playbook, wasn't it? Come out the traps, all guns blazing, try and get an early goal. That hasn't worked in games against us, but it, it worked today. Um, I thought we were sleeping. Um, Kobayashi, um, you know, in terms of in terms of the defenders pressing the ball, I thought Starfelt had got caught out, you know, a few times kind of coming forward even before that. Um, we just kind of fell asleep um, and didn't kind of um, force ourselves. Who was it that hit the shot? Was it? Was it Lundstrom? Uh, Lundstrom. Lundstrom. We, we gave Lundstrom far too much time to get the shot away. If I'm being critical to heart, I, I, I think he probably was a bit unsighted with the amount of bodies that was in front of him, but I thought he could have maybe got a bit more on it to kind of divert it away. And then Cantwell's just told it. He's just TB'd it, you know, and it's, you know, t- people are talking about, Walker talking about it being a great finish. He, he, he smashed it, you know, which is what you want to do, and it went through Hart's legs, and they are... Um, 
you know, grandstand start, kind of obviously bore fruit today. But from from our perspective, and it's it, it it's it's just cheap. It's just cheap. It's just lazy. It's just basically not working hard enough. And that's when we're talking about the basics, you know. The mantra of our side is we never stop. Well, we certainly stopped there. You know, there just wasn't enough in terms of reaction time or, or work to kind of, um, you know, force them to earn that goal. It was pretty much gifted to them in a plate. Birds, I'm just seeing your cat back and forth in front of the screen. That's she's uh, decided to set my notes, so I'm trying to, trying to edge it off, but she's uh, not having any of it. Most entertainment I've seen today, to be honest. Uh, yep, yep. Let's just bring in their second goal uh, this time because we can get the kind of shit out of the way. Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be mostly shit, but the, the most shit. Uh, again, Kobayashi blamed on Twitter for this one. Uh, what did you make of this goal uh, about corner comes in and overall your thoughts on the first goal as well? Yeah, it's another corner. Um, we've conceded quite a few. Um, what was it? It was... Uh, it was um, Taverni hits it in, Suter gets an easy header to make it 2-0 and see Kobayashi is rightly getting getting a lot of uh, heat for this one I think. I think the first one could have did better this goal I, to describe him as weak wouldn't he, he's just flimsy, He's there's no strength to him at all um, disappointing, very disappointing uh, I you know I think I thought Kobayashi had looked very good um, in the first kind of couple of uh, games. Was it Kelly away, Sermani had mentioned? But uh, Hearts last week, not so great in this game and this goal in particular. No, not at all. I think I am very much uh, moving towards a get a new centre-back in tight position. Again, very early. He's very young. He can put on mass. He can get stronger, but just pathetic. And Suter shouldn't be scoring against you. I mean, disgusting, frankly. Uh, in the first goal, pings in anyway, so it'll be fine. Yeah, uh, in the first goal as well, we just it wasn't as if that was all uh, just a chance out of nowhere. For five minutes, they'd been going at us, so we knew it was there. We had the chance to turn on, and and we didn't. Uh, and I also the. I do think Hart, poor, poor game from Hart overall, poor for goals. First one definitely could have did better. Aye, disgusting, disgusting. So, Marty, you wanted to come in? Yeah, on Kobayashi, um, you know, there's a bit, been a bit of a, a debate on on the cynic um, and on, uh, you know, in, the, in, in Twitter and things like that. Um, and... For me, Kobe, the idea of Kopiashi's brilliant. You know, we want a ball playing centre half. I think that's, I think that's really, really important. I think it's important to how we we want to play and how we want to build and, and kind of move things quickly from the back. That doesn't mean that that ball playing centre half is Kobayashi. Um, I, I can't say that it's definitely not because that wouldn't be fair in terms of the amount of games he's played. Yeah. But the main concerns, one of the concerns that you have regarding. Um, Kobayashi was, you know, to put it crudely, was can he defend? And your concern in Scotland was obviously about that kind of aerial dominance, you know, rough and tumble, f- f- feeling it, um, forcing, um, feeling that kind of pressure when we're getting um, impressed, and and he failed that addition today. And you know, it's up to the manager. You know, we trust in the manager. He's a guy who's had overwhelmingly more hits than duds in terms of players that he's brought in. Um, if you were asking me, it would be similar to Bowd. I would be thinking we need to be in the market here again for a centre-half, ideally one who's got the full package. You know, that becomes more difficult. Someone who's comfortable starting attacks, comfortable passing the ball, but can also defend, you know, in the penalty box in the way that Starfelt and, and, and Carter Vickers can. So for me... I think it would be totally unfair to to write him off, and I'm certainly not going to do that. But I think when we're casting our eye over um, Kobayashi, we we need to be kind of doing that on the basis of what he's got, not on the fact that we he appears to fit the bill of what we want. If you understand what I mean, mm-hmm. so. Um, but I, I totally concede that that's maybe unfair on the guy just now. But 
you know, barometers, additions. That's what today uh, was, and and he didn't he didn't pass. Yeah, and I think that's unless obviously we see some huge growth over the last few games. I think it's fair to say he's even just downgraded to a guy for the future, maybe. But how old is he? I'm going to say 21, 23, is he? I think he's about 23. He's 19 or something. Some man, he's, he's barely... He's a win. He's a win. We always have the... the, the almost, almost like dog years, but the Japan footballer years, where they, they start so late, it's kind of... Aye, true, yeah. true. But, but 22. 23 in July. <coughs> Happy birthday in the future. Probably, actually. I hope uh, it's a stinker. <laughs> hope it's ruined like this day was ruined for me. Go by <laughs> I actually, so I, I'm going to obviously <clears throat> do my usual bullshit and try and defend him a little bit. Uh, he's coming in. He is coming in out of the cold to play at a Castle and play Ibrooks, two of the hardest games he'll, he'll play for Celtic yeah. domestically. After the two goals, again, this is kind of like uh, Romans, what we've done for me lately. Uh, after the two goals, I thought it was quite steady. Uh, if you if If you showed me that game and said to me, which defender would you like to take forward as a, a potential for the future build on. I'm honestly probably picking Kobe Ash over Starfield because I thought, thought he had an absolute fucking stinker today as well. Not just the mistake for the third goal, which we can get to, but there was a point after that that mistake where he was trying to play the ball out from the back and he just curled it towards the fucking stand. Like it was going forward, we we Champions League last season, we conceded 15 goals, and I know CCV and Starfield didn't get much time together in those games, but we conceded a lot of the goals because we just couldn't play out from the back. We just couldn't get relieve pressure from us. And whereas Kobayashi is definitely he's far from the finished article, and we, as Samani alluded to, we're not never going to be able to sign the finished article the way modern football is when it comes to defenders who can do both sides of it. To me, that's the kind of seed you want. You want someone who has that ability with the, the ball at speed because he has the potential to get stronger and get better at defending. Whereas someone like Starfield is never going to have the, the technique that Kobayashi has. But is that fair? No, no, that's that's nonsense, Graham. Um <laughs> It's absolutely fair to say Kobayashi isn't done. It's fair to point out, you know, the last two games have been poor, but it's going to Tyne Castle with changes in the defence as well as just him. You know, we've got Ralston coming in and in this game at Ibrox and three of your defenders have changed. So I, you can't judge him just on this. Give him time. Saying next season, you, what, he's ahead of Starfield as a player in the squad? Next that's, season, I that Starfield would be at a different club for me. But I mean, I don't know. If, if I had a choice of playing Starfield and CCV or CCV and Kobayashi next season, that, that's not a choice, Graham. That's not even a question. But see, so I can like, understand you know, he's got more for the future. He can improve and all that. But I, I mean, come on, come on. I mean, I mean, I mean in, 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 terms, in terms of performance today, I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn tables over disagreeing with you that, you know, Starfield was poorer than Kobayashi um, but he's got I suppose he's got you know a, a track record of, of performances from us that, that we need to fall back on um, so you need to kind of take that into account and Starfelt was fucking terrible today right so I don't think I don't think that's even really needs mentioned that he no, was that bad my man of the match but that's <laughs> but in terms of the and what I will say to be fair to Kobayashi is the midfield really didn't help them out today. They were oh, did they, I mean Cal McGregor again, you know, people are loath to kind of criticize him because of the body of work and how good he is. Yeah. But if we're talking about today, he was as bad as anybody. He was really dreadful. I think, you know, Matt O'Reilly probably just picked him. But for me, McGregor was just was 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 not at it today. So there's part of you that that that, that is going to obviously judge players on the performances today. But there is part of me in the back of my head going, you know, there's some guys who've came in and maybe not had much game time. Is it fair to judge them on today? It probably isn't. But right now is not the time to say that. <laughs> Take that into account because, as I said, it's a reaction. And for me, you know, I, I just... Nothing today suggested to me that Kobe Ashi is the centre-half that we the miss that you know the missing piece in that defence, um, and the if I'm proven wrong, that you wanted, if I'm proven wrong, I'll be delighted. But nothing, nothing said that to me today. Um, 
but anyway we need to just remember it's early in his career as well and we think of the kind of early games of Starfelt where like Michael Stewart was ragdolling him on a weekly basis <laughs> so he was Hopefully, uh... Kobayashi can get to Starfelt levels of um, consistency this time next season that would be absolutely ideal uh, but yeah for me it's kind of similar to Owen that not a great game but I'm not going to judge too harshly yet He's not, they've not got to my Abada levels of uh, fire yet we did have so again, I guess we should get back to the minute by minute of the game. Uh, we had the, the old chance. Yeah, we're at seven minutes. <laughs> fucking hell. We had the old chance in six six fifteen, and then we had a big Abada chance. Yeah. Um, I, I think in that first half, in particular, I was like, "This is the most big chances we've created for, against them in a while," because it just seems so open. Mm. Uh, so, Manny, what did you, what did you make of this yeah, a bad a chance? It was good work from O'Reilly and uh, Ralston on the on the right hand side. And although O'Reilly did uh, have a bit of a stinky, he was involved in a couple of big chances for us as well uh, later on at the beginning of the second half. Uh, what did what did you make of this chance? What was a bad a doing? Like he's he's finishing his best thing. Why was he not doing the finishing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it because it broke so nicely for him and Ralston. I had literally typed into my my. Notes app on the phone. Ralston's been so poor, comma, but good ball for a badder because it was. I mean, he, he, you know, he worked really hard to get it. You know, the ball broke and he, he played it across. And the space, a badder was a guy who I've been really, really critical of. But at one point in his career, I said, see if I wanted a match winning opportunity to drop to any player in our squad, I would want it to drop to a badder. There was points, you know, because that's the thing. I mean, I've written them off. I'm not alone. And then every time I write him off, he does something. He does something special. Um, and then he just kind of regresses to the point where I'm then brave enough to criticise him again. And then he did something again. And that's been continually been the, the, the case with the, with his time at Celtic. But you know, there's been other there's been times more recently where he has had those opportunities in the box, and he's just not taking them. And if a badder's not scoring, he's not doing anything generally speaking. And for me, I don't know what he'd, what he'd done there. I mean, I think he was trying to kind of place it low into the bottom corner, but I don't know. I think it just kind of summed it up because for a period, see, after they scored <coughs> and we get the old chance right away, for, see, for about 15, 20 minutes, I just thought we controlled the game. Yeah. Um, it's it, But then, when did Suter score? I can't remember. Yeah, about 33 minutes. 33 uh, minutes, so... 15. Probably they, they, 20 odd minutes. They they score five minutes up to about 20 minutes. We are absolutely dominating it, and then they start and coming they, back in. They, start, they started to kind of. Oh, who we sound like Rangers fans this season. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, and I get that. And, and, and it's it's difficult. To, I suppose this is with the period of time where the chances came, though. We got the old chance, and then we got the Abada chance, and we, we didn't take those chances. Um, And that was it. That was all we had to muster. It was pathetic. Shite. Pish. <laughs> it's garbage. Um, so yeah, I don't know what Abada was doing there. Um he wasn't clinical enough and I've already said what I said at the start of the the, the, the pod. That and it, for me he's a guy who I would have absolutely no issue moving on. It makes you feel sad for Ralston creating these big chances and the players that are just not as good as him can he finish them. He's uh, trying to pull this team by the scruff of its neck. Abada does have a moment of class uh, pretty soon after where he plays uh, Fashion Sakala for Ingo. Um, so that, that, was, that was nice. I mean, that's 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 another thing as well. I mean, it's Rangers today, you know, in, in terms of the way they set up and they played, obviously, they, they, were, they were far better than us. Um, but it's the poor quality of Fashion Sakala and uh, Rabbi Matondo that saved us on a number of occasions because we were so careless with the ball when we got up to the last third of the pitch. And the amount of times that they broke away, um, yeah. you know, I could count off the top of my head, I can think of three or four. And the decision-making from them was just absolutely appalling, you know. Mm. Um, but that's classic bill ball, isn't it? It's like pouncing on our mistakes. That's the way we've said about this season. Their entire hope is set pieces, tick. Pouncing on mistakes, tick. They got that today. And they fully deserved that today, given how we performed. But... Um, the, the the quality of of their um, front players, you know, it's like we don't want today to rewrite the whole narrative or anything like that. But they're not all t- they're not at it at all. No, but the ease of which they went from 
their own box with us attacking to it's at Celtic's box. It was just yeah, yeah. nothing, no time, no no proper attempt by Celtic to control the ball, just chasing shadows um, when having to defensively press. Just poor, poor. Um, I've described Fashion <coughs> uh, Shakala earlier as like the bizarro of Leila Bada because he's good until he gets near the goals and then he's just something <laughs> mental. Uh, I've, just... I've I've also got a note on uh, Todd. Is it Todd Cantwell? Was that his first name? Aye, yeah. Todd Cantwell. Um, he. Well, let me see where it was because it amused me. It probably won't amuse anybody yeah. else, but I'll say it anyway. If you've just thrown a U in there, that's Todd you know, Cantwell is. Change the uh, world to smell. It's, it's not that funny, but anyway, basically <laughs> he's Jimmy Bullard. He's basically a soccer AM presenter in the making. That uh, you know. All flashy tricks and stuff like that. He played played well today because we gave him the room to do it. You know, he just yeah. he he just suggests to me that he's going to be one of those kind of serial losers like Tavernier. You know, games like this, he's 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 running about swaggering and all that sort of stuff. But that's what he is. He's oh. Jimmy Bullard. Also, haircut, same haircut as well. <laughs> not not to say he didn't have a good game today. He obviously did, but. It's a lot easier when you can literally just fill people without any fear of being booked. Well, this is else. very true. This is very true. Right. And then McGregor gets booked for his first one. But yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm being uh, so harsh in a bad to divert attention away from uh, the fact that it looks like someone's pissed in the UK jacuzzi. Um, but, yeah, we finished the second half fairly strongly. We have a Hatati chance, which I've got written down in the 42nd minute, but I can't remember what it was. Should yeah. have probably been more descriptive with my. my... Is that the one that you kind of blasted to the left hand side of the goal, right into the stand? Ah, it might have been, might have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got... Kobayashi Bernabe Jota interaction got the cross in, just about the fortieth minute as well. Oh, that was nice. Lundstrom handball completely ignored. Apparently, yeah. Well, go, the Goldson, the Goldson penalty shoot. Actually, I thought that was a penalty. I, Andy Walker says that you, they never get given because it's like some, I don't know. <laughs> because it's at Ibrox. <laughs> yeah. No, if you're on the ground, you can choose to swipe the ball. That's fine. Once you're on, once you're near the ground, that's that's yeah, that's see, the rules. See if I was a ref and I was like getting all this attention about the fact that Rangers never get penalties against them at Ibrox, and I would. This is a perfect chance when they're two 0 up. Give the penalty, and then you're like, yeah, see, I'm I'm the good ref. I'm the, the honest one. I, uh, I don't know why they didn't even take a look at it though in VAR. I'm yeah, well, we do know. Well, we do know, but there's no excuse for that not to be, yeah. not, not if to you're, be looked at. If you're going to cheat, cheat competently. Aye. Look at it and then say, nah, we did look at it, but we didn't think so. As opposed to not look. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Matt O'Reilly chance, kind of like, he should have maybe took the shot on, but he tried to cross it in about the 43rd minute. So, again, I, I missed, the, I missed <clears> the last one against them. Uh, but Previous games of season, it didn't seem as if we were making this quality of chances. So, despite the scoreline bound, were you were you feeling optimistic for the second half? Like, did you think <sighs> we can get no, something here still? Not really. I mean, part of me is like, come on, we can score three goals, not a problem. They're shite and we are good, but nah. I mean, before the game going into it, there was a kind of fear that, ah, this is everything to Rangers, so they will try and we won't, and then you see the lineup. And that kind of just reinforces that feeling. So no, half time I was not overly optimistic that Celtic would turn this around. So Manny, you're also shaking your head. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I didn't think we had a, at any point have a proper grip on the midfield. So uh, we've got quality. We know that we've got quality. I mean, Matt O'Reilly's a perfect example of it. I bet his numbers look good today. I bet they do, right? And I'm not even here to stick the boot in about numbers and stats and all that. I'm genuinely not doing that. Just to um, cut, and I'll tell you what did look good about Matt O'Reilly today, his face and body. It's yes, very... yeah, he is very handsome, which is why Bowd has given him today's joint man of the match with Carol Starfield. He had another chance as well in the second half where if he'd went low, he could have scored. But just in terms of sloppiness and possession, and he wasn't alone, that midfield three, that's the thing for me. That just that's where our quality lies. That's where the, the, in the engine room, you know, we talk about the embarrassment of riches that we've got in there, you know, in terms of a water on the uh, you, you the bench and you, when Moy if Moy had been fit, you can bring on guys like that. And 
for me today, they were really so poor that I just, for me, I thought, we're not going to be able to get a grip of this game and get enough service to to the, you know, to, to the wide players. So as much as we did have opportunities in the first half, it never, to me, seemed as if we were going to grab the game at any point. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe that's just me, you know, thinking that. But, aye, I, you know, what we don't want to get down is get down the path that they've said, you know, we sound like Rangers fans. If Sakala had put the ball in the net, you know, and ignoring the rest of the narrative of the game before, you know, mm-hmm. where we are. So we we have that matter really chance that someone alluded to there just after half time, I think the forty ninth minute I'll get written down where he, he does well, wins the ball back, he goes through and goal and then does, he, he yeah. goes high instead of trying to um, put it past us, uh, McCrory. But but we Rangers set up in this kind of four two 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 John Barnes esque system today where they're trying like to create kind of diamonds in, in, in midfield to, to, to work against or or Central midfield area, and that's basically how they finished the, the cup uh, semi final as well, where we were kind of nullified. Does that worry you for next season that they seem to have kind of fallen upon this way of playing against us? Necessarily, I mean, obviously, you know, you look at the the game in isolation. Maybe it's concerning, but I think you know you take into account everything we've talked about. This isn't our first choice team, you're looking at the semi-final, well, we were ahead, why would we be pushing them overly um, towards the end of that? This game, both for full-backs, which we've talked about the importance of the inverted full-backs, both the full-backs coming in are not doing the job with our first choice full-backs. You've got a new centre-back in who hasn't got very much time. That impacts the midfield when you don't have that support. It's, I, I'm I'm not overly concerned about it. I don't think the uh, I don't think Michael Beals changed the the power dynamic of the SFA universe or anything like that. But I um, obviously we need to be sure that we improve at the summer and we're ready to start the season afresh and win three in a row. But I am not I'm not scared that. Uh, Rangers have got a number or anything like that. Don't what about yourself. We are obviously going to improve, well, hopefully improve. Uh, looks as if they are shopping in the English Championship bargain bin pre-transfer market. Um, so they will probably improve a wee bit anyway. What, what are your, Do you have fears for next season based on what you've seen in the last few <coughs> games? No, and I don't think, and I'm... I talk quite regularly on, you know, the the, the weekly when I'm, I'm speaking about it, that it's it's madness when people dismiss them completely and say that there's no chance they could beat us. I've, I've said for a while now that in any given day they could set up and win. Just the way that they play, the way that they, they make it difficult, you know, a, a mistake or whatever, and it could turn the game, you know. I think we're a much better side than them. But, you know, in a, in a one-off game, I think that they're able to do that. What we need to remember, and again, we're talking in you know less than an hour after the game finished, or just about an hour after the game finished. Then nothing about the narrative today speaks to what where the two teams are. It's 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 nothing more than something that pisses you off because you hate losing against them. You need to look into. I mean, McGregor looked as if he'd been out in the piss for the um, the week, and he's entitled. Well, he's not entitled to, but do you know what I mean? We're celebrating because we won the league last week, you know. If the performance today has to be taken into account in terms of what we've done this season and where we are, you know, tiredness and all that. So you don't look at today and not be annoyed about it. But with that slight bit of perspective, you can't um you can't look at this and, and make judgments about what happens next season because they're going to be a completely different side for a start. And we're definitely going to have to strengthen. Um so it really does nothing than hurt us for a few hours. One will go over pretty quickly. But even them, even though out of their support, I don't think there's many of them that then will be taking that as a kind of changing of the guard or anything like that. It was quite simply an end of the, you know, end of season fair where we never turned up and they played well and they got a well-deserved victory. And for me, that doesn't make me think about next season and start to panic. And then, And it shouldn't. It's just shite right now. That's all that is, you know. And it's one of these games. You, you know, sometimes you lose to them, 
and for days you're moping about it and looking at it again. That's not one of these days, you know. I think we'll, I think we'll be all right in a few hours, boys. Hope so. I hope so. I think a lot of it is just like you, you obviously never want to lose against them, and then hearing their songbook throughout uh, the ninety minutes and just being reminded of how repulsive they are. And uh, I we know based on like. Uh, the X points and stuff this season, we are as much closer than it, it looks with point wise between the teams. There's not that massive gap that we maybe try and pretend there is sometimes. But about it's sometimes good to get that kind of to take the positives from it. It's sometimes good to get that kind of wake up call, isn't it? Just show not even just show Ange, but show the board that we we need to be staying on our toes here. A year of muted about Ricciaro. I was I was uh, I was building tension before I spoke, Graham. It was inter- entirely intentional. Uh, the three of us signed up to come on Zoom, and all three of us had to do a Zoom update. First Ricciaro of the day. I took my notes in a blue fucking notepad. Ah, Jesus! It was it, it was exactly like the third goal trying to get onto this uh, Zoom <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but, uh, right, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm, I, I wouldn't have chosen this result before the game, Graham. But you do have a point. I think it is good, especially more moreover for the board, just to realise that you can't rest in your laurels here. Um, as Sir Manny was kind of touching on almost, or, or maybe pointing in the direction of, seeing it comes to looking back in this season, it's nothing. It's nothing. We've definitely won a double. We've maybe won a treble. Rangers getting one win in the season's no really going to matter to anybody. This is going to be a great season to look back on. Um, but do we need to make sure, as I say, we're, we're ready next season? We're probably going to lose a player or two in the summer. Are we going to bring in players that replace them and strengthen the rest of the team? That's that's the big question for the board. So hopefully this gives them that little, that little kick up the backside. But is it the, you know, underlining when you can see right we've we've swept the board but there's signs here that this isn't going well when we are playing Rangers you know it doesn't look like we should be winning or we aren't winning um I don't think it's that you know I I have absolute trust in Ange to take this team forward and continue to improve them it's just about getting the support from the board to make sure he's got the players in to do that but aye uh shit shit result in a day as Sir Manny says next week will be Back on the Ange train, back on the let's win a treble train. So gravy. The game, basically, I, I've got it written down like 49th minute, that Matt Riley chance. The, the missile was getting thrown at Jotter in the 50th right. minute. Scum. Yeah. Don't know, was it a lighter? Was it a battery? I couldn't quite tell. You could see uh, them handing like over the, stuff. I like the fact that it got passed around like three different people as if someone <laughs> was going to do something about this fucking thing in their hand. Uh, they, they'll do nothing. Uh, but for me, that was essentially the final whistle in the 50th minute, like, because we just, we petered out completely. I mean, Dyson Kyogo come on in the 62nd minute, and then I can't, I'm now actually written down the time for the, the, the triple sub that comes after that. Which 71 I've got written down, but that's not, it could be 70, could be 72 of the way. Will we make any promises said, here, Graham? You said 71, so we'll go with 71. That's uh, Haxibanovich, Iwata, and uh, Turnbull. Yeah. Uh, did any of the subs impress you, Samani? Um, no, not really, no. I mean, Haxabanovich is a guy who I'm a big fan of. Um, but, you know, again, you're not going to judge him on today, but he didn't really do anything of note. Iwata, misplaced balls. Misplaced balls. Um, Iwata, um, I, I'm a big fan of Iwata too. I mean, the game kind of really largely petered out, even in terms of their them having opportunities and stuff like that. I, I would have brought a Wata on earlier in the second half, to be perfectly honest, because I, I I think the midfield three were uh, misfiring so much. So uh, if I was to pick my, you know, the, my most impressed of the three, it would be a Wata, but he never really influenced the game that much. And Turnbull, Turnbull's a guy who we've, we've talked about in the past. He's he's a significant drop-off from any of the other midfield options. He's certainly not developed in the way that a lot of us hoped he would. Um, even at the start of this season, there was some fairly big hopes for him, but he, he's just not there. There's then a question mark about what you do with David Turnbull. He's probably too old for a loan. 
if he's not too old for a loan, it's got to be a certain type of loan because he's not the sort of guy that you would expect to go out in the SPFL. And then you wouldn't want him to go to some, you know, relegation dog shit mob down in England or anything like that. So, yeah, there's a question mark over what then happens from Turnbull going forward. But none of the subs really done anything. Um, You know, maybe Awata helped to kind of help the game peter out a wee bit more. But maybe I'm just being generous saying that. Did you like them? I suppose I, is well, my next question. Those three, no. Um, but Maeda, I thought, came on and ran. Just ran and ran and ran. If everyone else was doing that, would have been a lot better. That's my take on the subs. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, a few chances for Rangers towards the end. Hart makes up for perhaps his error in the first couple uh, with a, a good save at Sakala's feet. Um, then they scored. Don't really want to talk about that. Staff out and Callum McGregor sell the jerseys a wee bit, and uh, they're pretty yeah. cool. We've missed uh, Rio actually doing something and making a tackle when Jota slipped up early on. To be fair, Jota had just been assaulted by the Rangers fans, but you know, had a lighter chucked at his head or whatever. But yeah, I love how that's how desperate we are for something that we talk about tackles in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Manny, we have. We have restrictions because of the Champions League uh, when it comes to squad building. Yeah, um, I think we have space for one more foreign player um, if we don't include Segrist in the squads, if we include, include Bain instead of Segrist. That means we're kind of... Um, there's some certain areas of the park that we can't really sign players. We can't, it would be difficult for Celtic to go out and sign a new right-back, for example, um, compete with Alistair Johnson. Because we would then lose the space. Austin. Yeah. What would where would you like to see based on this performance and what we've seen from the squad this season and thinking about improvements for Champions League next season? What do you think are the most important places, um, positions, or replacements that we have? Um. As much as you've now put the the handcuffs on me there, Graham, in terms of <laughs> who we can sign in terms of the Champions League squad, I think both left and right back require attention. Um, I think goalkeeper, absolutely. Centre half and the right-hand side of the front three, I think are, are areas that require either strengthening in terms of the squad or they need immediate replacement. I mean, we're talking about Hart today and his mistakes and things like that. You know, I don't think Hart was terrible today, if I'm being perfectly honest. But, you know, in terms of talking about him and his performance today, but he's certainly somebody that you're thinking we, we, we probably need to, to, to shift out, shall we say, from there. But I, I just can't get by in, in terms of the drop-off in full-back quality. When Taylor and Johnston aren't there, and there's probably a conversation about the level that they can both get to as well. You know, you know, I think they've both been very, very good for us. Um, but if we're trying to make a difference in the Champions League, you know, that's that's up for debate too. So, aye, that, that bit about the Champions League squad in terms of homegrown and, you know, association trained and the, the foreign players we've got, Graham, has actually made me a wee bit more frightened for the Champions League next season. So thank you. You've made my day worse. It's fine. Okay. You just get Ralston, you get Turnbull, you get these players in and playing. Sarmani, that's the solution. I mean, one of the, the kind of short-term things we could do is essentially sell Bernabe and use Adam Montgomery as the replacement, the second-choice left-back. Does that make you feel any better about it? No, you know what? Um, uh, I mean... Oh, oh sorry. Just to, just to cheer you up more. Vasilis Barkas has just driven past in a car with Albi and a jetty. He's <laughs> next season, boys. There we go. Jesus. Um, but no, uh, you know, he's maybe he's maybe came on. Who's to, who knows? Who knows how good that uh, Montgomery is? Uh, you never know. But... I saw someone on Twitter, a St. Johnson fan, saying that he's been better than Ralston was the season on loan at St. Johnson. So, I mean, there's that. That's uh, it's a that's a big bar to clear, um, but I I mean on that point I think uh, I would like to just see Vata 
getting chances the rest of the season because is he good enough? I'm not going to say he is, but if you've got young players that are ready to come up, start just giving them some game time mm. and getting them prepared. On on who needs to go out, I I, I, get, I, I absolutely think, I still think goalkeeper is absolutely huge. Um, and I could be, you know, the backup left back and right back we want to look at, centre back we may want to look at. Um, midfield has generally been strong, but again, next season, you know, Moy's been great for parts of this season. Is that going to continue? He's obviously getting older. And then if he's not doing it and Turnbull's not doing it, you're then starting to think, oh, do, I need, do, do we need another body in there? Um, Matt O'Reilly, who I think can be exquisite, again, at parts this season, hasn't had the consistency there. So just rip it all up. Whole new, whole new starting 11. Game's a bogey. There. They're in the ascendancy. We're dead. It's... Uh, all over, boys. Enjoyed it. Enjoy it whilst you can. Would you think, Graham? I suppose you asked the question, but so I think we need. I, I think we need to maybe sacrifice some people for the Champions League squad and just improve for the league as well. You know, it can't can't be a case of we just completely build a squad for the Champions League when that means we have to keep lesser players who are just happen to be Scot- Scottish. Uh, I don't want to keep David Turnbull just because he's Scottish uh, and he can play in the Champions League when he's clearly not he's not developed as well as, as well as we need. So I uh, I think for me goalkeeper centre back, right back, um, and I would get another centre midfield in there. And if we can keep the, the forward players, then I would prioritise the other two uh, sections of the or the other three parts of the team. As, uh, I think there is then a point about Scottish players and. You know, I think we always did shopping. You know, the the domestic market for the best of the players, and you know, Hickey as you would tick off as one that got away. You had Ramsey who went to um, uh, Liverpool from Aberdeen. You know, although I don't think that there was too short a window for us to maybe you know have signed him. But Stoig went when we signed Bernabe, which is yeah. There's Doig and then there's the Ferguson. There's a few uh, the Scottish boys that went went to Italy, but overall, I think the pattern really is there's not much there, is there? Is there is there because, Scottish players that we would yeah, go they, for? They seem to be getting signed younger and younger by the EPL, and then we can't afford them. Yeah, uh, I mean, you would never get someone the quality of Paul Hartley getting that late in his mm. career still at Hearts now. It just doesn't mm. seem to happen anymore. Which is obviously we're obviously pleased that we've we've looked at new markets such as Japan and, and South Korea and and probably can continue to do that, but you know domestically, I mean Doak's a great example even <coughs> from from our own youth setup. We're talking about augmenting the squad with players from the B team. Well, there's one outstanding talent that you know the manager saw fit to put on against Rangers at what sixteen years of age. Snapped up, gone. Even at that stage, you know you. Um, so that's that is going to be difficult for us in terms of because you hit the nail on the head. You don't want to augment the squad with Scottish players purely because they're Scottish. You want guys who've got something, either are able to come in and perform, or you know that they're going to be able to develop and go forward. So that's maybe a wee bit more developmental. Um, in terms of another time for another podcast, but mm. aye, let's just depress ourselves a wee bit more here. You know. But Bowd, as you alluded to, we have the records that we can achieve are, are gone now. Well, I guess we can get the goals uh, record still, but the points record's gone now. So we, as as the the rest of the season up until the final, about keeping fitness ticking over and bringing in Summers Vata, making sure that these guys get a proper chance. Ah, yeah, absolutely. With as I say, the leagues leagues won, um, and I think it's you know something that we complain about that we don't necessarily give the younger players that chance. They don't have the time to develop. They don't have the game time, which is understandable because we're Celtic and we have to win every game. So now is the time to do it. Uh, obviously, you want to be thinking about the final as that approaches, but yeah, I, I am all for just getting um, rotation happening, which will be, you know, after a wee defeat, people might want to just let's start winning all the games so it's dead good. But no, get the young players in. Um, 
get the squad players in if they have a chance. I, what I don't like to, is when we see squad players who you just know are never going to make it. But uh, aye, get the rotation in, all for it. Tinker away, Ange. Tinker away. We also have uh, Ismail Asaro coming back in next. Yes. That's that's the that's the game changer. Sorry, I scrapped that. I was talking about centre midfield maybe being questionable. Safe. James McCarthy oh. will be coming back soon too. So. Oh, I, I, He's association too. Like a new signing. <laughs> uh, Watch Andrew's out, Champions been, League. Andrew's been speaking <coughs> to Sky Sports. Uh, he has said, quote, we are disappointed we didn't perform at the levels we needed to today. There were probably a few critical, critical moments where we should have got ourselves back into it and we didn't. Uh, the second half, we were a little desperate in our play and didn't play our football credit to Rangers. Nah. You're facing a difficult opponent at the venue. The amount of changes I made probably didn't help in terms of lacking a bit of sharpness. At the end of the, the end of the day, we just weren't good enough. Every game is a challenge and every game is an opportunity. We've had to work awfully hard to make sure we maintain our levels. We didn't get to them today. Would you make of those uh, comments, Samani? Fine. What he's saying there and what he's saying behind closed doors might be slightly different in terms of that. He he made those changes. So if you're talking about in the, the the snapshot, the microcosm of the game today, a lot of this is on the manager. But he made those changes for a reason, probably to see how certain players reacted in that environment. And he's got answers for some of them. So he'll take that away. He said about there were some critical moments where we could have got ourselves back in the game. That's true. But you really don't want to kind of focus too much on them because you'll sound exactly like they've sounded for most of this season. Fundamentally, he's conceded what we all know. We we, we deservedly lost that game today. But um, as I said, I don't think we should uh, use too much emotional angst about today. It's There's context to this um, result and context to something else, I kind of think. But uh, that'll do. So you're not a one for emotional angst as you sit there in your Sonic Youth-inspired T-shirt? Yeah. Um, aye. And I think when Sir Manny talks about some of it, you know, it's on Ange as well for choosing the team. Absolutely. On the other hand, and as much as I, you know, I'm not one to say, oh, this is, you know, it, the game was a dud, so it doesn't matter. But I think players like O who are on the fringes probably... It's the smartest time to say, you know what, just start against Rangers and see how you can do. Um, you know, we're gonna have to see if you can do it at some point. So why not when it's technically done? Um Bernabai may be questionable when Kobayashi and Ralston are forced into that lineup, but then as a team who have historically ran left backs into the ground because we've not played other players, then yeah. Uh I, I think most of the decisions from Andrew kind of Understandable if uh, it didn't work out necessarily. The, the, Just the, the, the more you think about it, that that is why he's done it. He he, he is asking questions of certain players because it's a perfect right. This say this game had an effect on the overall kind of trajectory of the league campaign. You're not sitting here the way that we are sitting here. You're absolutely raging. As much as I wouldn't have chosen to do, have done it, and most of us wouldn't have chosen to do it. He probably there is pro that's probably the reason what he's done. He said, in the best possible circumstances, I'm going to see how you react in that environment. And at the very least, he'll take that away. We're raging, we're pissed off about it. But he's going to take that away and he it'll speak volumes about certain players' characters and ability in circumstances like that. So as much as it's not nice just now, you know, that that, that might do it's the point you just made earlier on that might stand as in good stead in terms of his understanding of certain players and f- forcing the bold hand to put their hand in the pocket to kind of mm. improve. And I think you you can have seen where how important this game or unimportant this game was to the club by the fact that we let CCV have a surgery. Like CCV could have mm-hmm. continued to play on and then had a surgery at the end of the season, but we regarded it not just as a chance to see if Kobe Aisha could handle this, but to give him the experience of these games, because that's the only way he's going to get better, to play in these types of games. But I remembered when Boud was talking there that we can have Mikey Johnson back to play left-back um, next season as well in his association. So. Mikey J, he might be the, might be the secret ingredient next season. Yeah. You heard it here first. Mikey J uh, and Callum McGregor to compete for left-back. Uh, <laughs> There's probably been a few times where folk have turned this podcast off. Me, 
saying that, but Michael Johnson's probably just finished everybody listening to it. So, so about any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? So it's all fuck. It doesn't matter. It matter. We're the champions, yes. Uh, but I am shit. Shit. I don't want to see that ever again. Um. Yeah. Just to strengthen the squad. That's that's it. And um, yeah, man of the match is Maeda because he ran around a lot. That's 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 the strength for the performance from Celtic. Bold CSE coming out again. Uh, but Bow, do you get offended by um, people that have hair but choose to shave it off? Well, I mean, if they then say that they are bald or claim to be part of the mm. community, that could be problematic, Graham. That could be problematic. But um, it's I can understand why people shave their head because it looks good. I mean, we've got this stigma in society, but actually, it comes down to it. This aerodynamic look is um, it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot, someone. <laughs> what do you think of that on that bombshell? I laughed, but it was more of a flirtatious laugh, actually, because he's spot on. He's absolutely spot on. It's it, it's beautiful. I'm just staring at it right now with his Parker's background. Um, so beautiful. yeah, beautiful. Well, Samani so and Bowd, it's been an absolute pleasure. a pleasure, but I'm just going to say it's been an absolute pleasure. I've been your host, Graham McKay. Rangers are doing that football manager meme where they jump up and down without a trophy in their hands. Fuck them. This has been the reaction. This is the biggest thing they've won all season.